Good evening, y'all. We are live on Yin Yang the podcast. This is the first time that we will be broadcasting also over to TikTok. So if you see me looking up a little bit in this direction, it's because we are also live on TikTok tonight. So with that being said, you know, please, if you cannot find us on any platform, reach out. We should be live. We are live now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok, along with the Riverside Studio. Um, tonight's topic, of course, is going to be, do we trust the American government? But of course, before we can start this podcast, we have to do our famous disclosure. So we're going to go ahead and play that now for you. Yin Yang the podcast does not own rights to any background music or noise you may hear. This podcast is completely opinion-based and may include adult content, adult language, and verbiage not suitable for any underage viewers. Information found in this podcast may not contain exact accuracy as it is opinion-based. Please listen at your own risk. All right. And for all of our TikTok viewers, I know that you couldn't hear the disclosure. More or less, we were telling you that our podcast is completely opinion-based. Therefore, it is not to be taken as factual or that we've done any real research into this again it's completely opinion based so we encourage you to respond and talk with us however we're not liable for any opinions you form based off of this podcast so with that being said i would like to start this podcast by saying i don't know one person that trusts the american government do you trust the american government sheena No, I don't trust the American government, <laughs> not one bit, to be honest. I think it's all like a conspiracy theory, scam. They're just scamming us. I agree, um, wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, so, but I want to go into a few details because there are people out there that are like, oh, the government's for us and et cetera, et cetera. Where? Where are they for us? The only time I slightly trust them is during tax season. And that's only if I get the right amount back on my taxes. <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't even trust them during tax season. Because <clears throat> I think and sorry for those of you. I, Sheena, you need to unmute yourself for TikTok. Thank you very much, Justin. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, and I know this is our first time ever going on TikTok. Neither one of us have ever been live on TikTok. So... We have no idea what we're doing with it, but thank you very much for coming in and letting us know. Um, with our podcasting, Yang the Podcast. So, all right, as we move forward, it seems like Sheena's mic may be off mute now. Um, so that's great. Um, however, Back to what we're talking about. And, you know, the American government. They um, they definitely... I want to know what I can trust from them. You know, I just recently learned, um, because I have a niece who's in high school, that they are removing um, parts of history from the history books. So they are removing um, the Civil War. They are removing the slavery that happened in America. Um, I'm not sure exactly what else they're removing, but, you know, when history isn't taught, it repeats itself. So that's a really scary thing to know that we're just not doing this anymore, you know? So with that being said, do we trust them more or less like so now we're just not going to give information to people so okay we're not going to talk about the civil war never happened never happened slavery never happened never happened we just you know that's just that's urban legends that people just talk about 
you know, so I just, I don't understand what it is exactly that we're doing. Um, but as I started to dig down this rabbit hole this week, and I don't know how much digging you did, Sheena, but I already had my own personal beefs with the American government. Um, just from living life as an adult, you know, like it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what you make. You barely make ends meet. And the more money you make, the more they take. That's true. So it's like to survive out here, you have to have like a two income household. If Exactly. Um, One of the biggest things about that is. All right. So, for instance, you know, there's two people in my household, you know, and on two incomes. We still have to pay all of our bills, hopefully put a little money aside, save for retirement. You know, by the time we're done doing that, we get like $30 a week that we can save towards a vacation, you know? So yeah, times 52, that's great. But that means one vacation a year, one time to just go out and relax. You know, what kind of life is that? And that's just with jobs. That's just the beginning of the problem with the American structure. Not to mention student loans and the way our medical runs. Like, it is absolutely atrocious the way our medical system is set up when other countries have free free medical. And they can anybody can say what they want. But one of my closest friends, I'm going to give her a shout out right now, I know her. She's one of my best friends. She's been one of my best friends for years. Um, she is one of the closest people to me. Um, and she always yells at me because I never bring her up on the podcast. But she is from Spain. And she comes from a place where there's, where medical is free. And then she comes to America and she's like, oh, all these bills stack up. And I was like, yeah, they, they do. Sure and do. if you're anything like me, <laughs> you know, you can't help going to the doctor. It's complete disclosure. I'm currently fighting COVID. Um, I feel like absolute poop. Um and I'm struggling to even get through this, but it was important for me to be here because that's another thing they lied to us about, you know, and people can say what they want, you know, what, what's your opinion of COVID, Gina? <laughs> Do you really want to know? My opinion. Oh, God, <laughs> Hmm. I think it was, I mean, let's be honest. We're gonna this is just our opinions, but my opinion on COVID, I think it was just orchestrated, um, thrown in on us because they're trying to control the population. And their hope was that a certain amount of people would get it and die off. Probably I think they were gearing towards the older population, you know, because they think they probably couldn't fight it off that well but it kind of spread more than they thought it was going to spread and it started affecting more people like they didn't think it was going to affect and they kind of got out of hand but I think they try to do it because they they were saying it's too many people because you know they try to control the population in certain areas but it just spread out of control that's my thought on COVID what's your thought? Right. And that's one of the biggest things. Like when it comes to COVID, number one, they created that vaccine in the shortest amount of time I've ever seen. Um, I was one of those people who reacted to the vaccine. Um, So with that being said, it was like, so I took the vaccine because because I have a history of cancer. So mm-hmm. my doctor was like, you need to get the vaccine. I got the vaccine. I reacted to it. They told me it wasn't a reaction to it. So I got the second part of the vaccine and I reacted to that again. Um, and then every time I got COVID after that, this is my third time now, um, I had the same exact reaction from when they did the shot. Um, And I don't want to go into like a lot of details about my reactions were, but they had to do with my lymph nodes um, and the swelling of them. And it was not fun. Um, I was actually at Sheena's house for one of them um, and had to go into the hospital and have like my lymph nodes drained. And it was a very long, exhausting experience. (laughs) Um, I actually slept for like two days. Um, (laughs) 
So it's one of those really hard situations where it's like, who do you trust? Because the government's like, get this vaccine, you know, and you won't get sick. Number one, we don't even really know where COVID came from and why it was being stored somewhere to escape anyways. And with that being said, does that mean like, what happens if polio escapes or... Or one Mm -hmm. of those other things. And I understand there's vaccines for them. But what if you're like me and you react to the vaccines? You know, how do we keep everybody safe? Do we just go completely virtual as a society? Because. Yeah, I think COVID was created like years ago. And they just never did anything with it. And it was like experiment that went wrong or experiment that got in the wrong hands and got put out into the population that probably never was supposed to be put out into the population. Somebody made a boo-boo. They probably created it in a test tube. (laughs) A big one. (laughs) This is what I created, but nobody needs to know. And then, you know, somebody was like, oh, you know what we can do with this? We can control the population. Let's put it out in this small area and then see how it affects. And then somebody got on an airplane and took it everywhere in the world. So, yeah, it got out of hand a little bit. You know what it reminds me of? That um, I'm really bad with movie names, guys. Um, so the Eddie Murphy movie where he can drink the stuff and become a skinny guy. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about the um the um um gosh, what's the name? The Nutty Professor. Was it the Nutty Professor? So is it the Nutty Professor? Or is that I don't. These are moments that I need to find. My plus one because he's great with movies. Um, but you know, he drinks the stuff and it makes him become skinny, and then you know, other people get access to this stuff, then it mm-hmm. changes everything. That's what I feel like. COVID was like one of those movies where they made this weird thing in a test tube and was like, Oh, we'll never release this unless we decide to, ha 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 ha, you know, like a villain or something. And right. that's what, you know, the, the villain released it and then they had to cover it up, and they were like, Oh no, somebody accidentally did this, and now everyone can get COVID, you know, right. but what happens if they do that with mm-hmm. polio or dinosaur eggs or whatever, you know, whatever it's not like they're going to tell us that that happened. Um, welcome to all the people that are joining now on TikTok. We are currently live talking about um, if we trust the American government. So please, you know, come on in guys. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you want to join in. Um, we can bring anyone into our live um, without a problem. You know, and let me know, do y'all trust the American government? It looks like we got about five people in the live right now. Let me know, do any of y'all trust the American government? Um, And again, you know, I'm not here to talk on behalf of the government. I'm not here to talk bad about the government. I'm here to tell the truth. And the first thing that we posted on Tuesday, me and Sheena posted a story about Tuskegee in 1932. You know, and it's absolutely crazy to me that in 1932, they were feeding, not feeding, but they were injecting syphilis into individuals to do an experiment. And that's what I feel COVID was. I feel like COVID was an experiment for population control, like you said. Yeah, experiment that, you know, what do you do with that? You know? The government can do what they want to do. That's how they think. That's why, that's how I feel they think. Like, they can do what they want to do. Like, who's going to stop the government? Like, who's going to stop them from doing what they want to do? And I feel they let us know what they want us to know. Oh, you don't know how to stop the government, Sheena? (laughs) We're going to go in there and blow it up independent style. You know how to blow up the White House? (laughs) Let me not say that. I, let me not say that on the. Well, and that's the, the biggest thing. We don't want to blow up the White House. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now we're gonna have to mark this one as this. This is a new another one. We're gonna have to mark as you know using foul language and speaking right. on we things out loud. So we're sorry, YouTube. 
Well, okay. we'll I'm sorry. As, I don't want to be missing. You know, the other content. <laughs> aliens coming to get me. Now the government might come and get me. So we got to be on the lookout for the aliens. And then we got to be on the lookout for the government. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, the government. <laughs> yeah. Don't come get me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. <laughs> All right, so we got about 45 people on our TikTok live right now. Do any of y'all trust the government? You know, talk to me. Let me know what you think. Um, You know, share this with your friends. Um, So what is the one thing that you think that the government has lied about or could have lied about that is unforgivable? Everything. I don't think they tell the truth about nothing. I think they just tell us what we want to hear. Like being in a relationship with a narcissist, they just tell you what they want you to hear to try to control what you feel or how to feel or where they want you to be or how to be. They just they just telling us what they want us to hear. What they doing behind closed doors, we probably would never know. But I think they're lying about everything. Well, I don't think we can honestly get the truth from the government. Like, to be honest, like I'm in one ear out the other. I don't trust politics. I don't. I don't do politics because I don't trust none of them. Like what? What they gonna do? Because they say one thing to get in the office, they do another. They lie to do this. They lie to get in the office. They lie to get money. They getting paid well. They getting. Do you know how much they get paid? Even the president or the uh, officials after they get an office, they still get a check. They got money. They making money. They not worrying about how they gonna get their next meal or if they daycare bill gonna get paid or their car payments gonna get paid or none of that. So they just around there telling us what we wanna hear because they gonna do about what they wanna do. It's like the the deficit. Like we're in like what, a billion trillion? I lost count how much debt that we're in for spending that they trying to Say that, oh, we're spending it for this, that, and the third. We're trying to do this, that, and the third. And I, okay, you're not helping us. They'd rather help the people that's not in America first and more than they want to help the people that are in America. So, that's right. what I say. Right. Well, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, right. You know, it looks like we're flexing between like 75 and 150 people on the TikTok. So I just want to say to all of you, you know, if there's something that you got going on or that you want to say, please feel free to send a request to join. I'll bring anybody in that wants to come in. Um, and you can also chat in the box if you want me to say anything for you. And we definitely appreciate any followings that we have on this. Um, this is our first time going live on TikTok. So, um, as far as the government for me, it looks like you know, it looks like we have a guest request. I'm going to go ahead and accept it. Let's see what this person has to say. Yes, come in, join the conversation. We love guests. So for those of you not in our TikTok live, you won't be able to see this guest or speak to this guest. It looks like they're having a hard time connecting. Are you there? I've seen them pop in. Maybe they, they looks like their mic is off. It looks like their mic is on mute. Oh, they said they accidentally clicked it. Oh, that's okay. There we go. Not a problem at all. But feel free if you want to jump in to jump in. We're just talking about the American government. So with that being said, guys, you know, we're going to move on a little bit further. So I asked you what the one thing you think is unforgivable. Let me explain what I think is unforgivable from the government. Um. Multiple things. I mean, for those of you who have done your research, I applaud you. For those of you who haven't, red zones. Red zones are a big thing. Um, If you don't know about red zones, I'm not going to sit here and teach you all about them tonight. But more or less, it was the government's way to put African Americans into situations. They created these ghettos with red zones. 
Um, and they put them in situations where they couldn't get housing and they couldn't get better houses and they couldn't live in certain areas to try to force them to still stay, to stay segregated. So, you know, red zones was th- something I think is unforgivable. The Tuskegee experiment from 1932, completely unforgivable. 9-11, people can say what they want. The government knew that was happening, you know, and I'm not going to argue with anyone about that either. You know, it was a really hard time for our country. And the sucky part about the things that I'm saying is I still stand strong behind America. I, I would fight for this country because I live here and my family lives here, you know, but I wouldn't fight for the government. I would fight for all the individuals like you and I that are trying to get by and pay our bills and do whatever it takes to move on through life. Um. You know, the American government has lied to us a million times. But the funny thing to me is we can't really say they're lies because the American government gives you just enough of the truth to where you can't say, oh, you're lying. They're just withholding information. And you know what? When we get a little antsy and we get a little tired of them, what they do? They throw a little stimuli check check at us and then we shut up. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, that's ultimately why, in my opinion, they do the tax refunds like they do every year, you know, right. because we fuss all, you know, the entire time. And then it comes up to that. And um, so if you want to come into the live moving forward, I need you to type that you want to come into the live because I accepted the last person. It was an accident. So please put in the chat if you're trying to request to come into live to say something and I will add you to the live. If not, then I'm just going to ignore those for now. Um, but with that being said, with the American government, like the best example I can give is does everybody remember? You know, when everything was going on during um, the last election and people weren't really sure who they should vote for or, or what was going on with this, what was going on with that. And then all of a sudden there were all these shootings and they directed all of our attention with main media over to what was going on there and not to what was going on with Trump and Biden and the election polls and and the possible schemes and stuff like that. They always do it. Every time I see something being pushed on like media, like for instance, mm-hmm. right now, everybody is pushing this whole Jada Pinkett Will Smith thing. Any, you know, media thing you go to is talking about Will and Jada, Will and Jada, Will and Jada. Yeah. Well, dang, man, what happened to Trump charges? It's a distraction. So you know what? You usually play the devil advocate. Let me play the devil advocate this week. Mm-hmm. So do you think... This question. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think, like, Hollywood and, like, the movie entertainment industry is in cahoots with the government? With Oh, absolutely. What they do? Because of the whole thing you just said, like, oh, let's distract them with the Will and Jada, or let's do something to distract them. Let's get with the Hollywood and the entertainment and let them guys do something so all their attention is off of what the government is doing. Oh, absolutely. I think that they're in cahoots. There's no way they can be in cahoots. And here, let me give you the perfect example. Trump. And just so we're all clear, I live in the Trump pens, meaning I am surrounded by nothing but like Trump voters. And that's okay. And honestly, as a businessman, I think Trump is one of the smartest men I've ever met. And my significant other would completely agree, you know, so as a president, I think he was arrogant, cocky and treats women like crap. So he did a lot for the country. I give him that. I I do give him that. However, he's a bully. And the last thing America needs is another bully. Um, But with the Trump Pence and all that right here, let me make it very clear (laughs) that, um, It made no sense for Kanye West to become Trump's best friend. So we got this man over here in mainstream (laughs) media that was going psycho and crazy and was off his meds and and lost his wife and his kids and everything. (laughs) And then this billionaire Trump who talks trash about people of color, that's his words, not mine, um, that talk trash about women, that talk trash about 
everything mm-hmm. and then him and yeah. kanye are like besties and hanging out all the time and making so moves weird. together so and weird. it was like like trump if you were going to try to win some votes you should have chose somebody cooler like snoop i mean i know that he's half martha's but you should have got somebody that we actually were going to pay attention to <laughs> martha was um, like bro you're not getting snoop snoop mine <laughs> right snoop belongs to me <laughs> i don't blame her i don't blame her um right. but and that's the funny part to me right because that's of course they the two go hand in hand think about it have you ever heard of the 27 club no what's that oh girl that's another hole for another night for us to dig you into however more or less there's like right yeah so there's like a large amount of rock and roll stars that died at the age of 27. Interesting. And there's, yeah, there's all these things. It's called the 27 Club. And a lot of rock stars, you'll hear them say, they'll even reference it in songs. I've heard it referenced in songs. Like, I don't want to join the 27 Club or things like that. Because, you know, some people would be like, oh, they sold their soul to the devil. Well, if you believe in the ability to do those kinds of things then great people talk about that in the entertainment industry like a lot of entertainers but think about it it. illuminati things like that yeah but what if selling your soul to the devil is just selling your soul to the government the government is the devil exactly So that would make a lot of sense. And the government also has ways to make sure that if you start to run your mouth too much, you disappear. The 27 Club. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's there's all kinds of conspiracies linked around this. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, think about it. Think about all the people that started to speak up and disappeared. Ooh. Ooh, like that guy, the guy. Who, um, came up a way to run cars off water or something. What was that? I was just and, about to talk about that. And then he's like, Ooh. and then member Biden got up there. Biden got up there and was like, he was all for the electric car. And I was like, no, he wasn't. He built a car that ran on water. Why would he be for the electric car? Electric car. Like, what about that guy? <laughs> What's the other guy this year? Um, was it a cash? Was it a cash app guy? I'm at the CEO to catch up or something. He mysteriously or was something going on when they wanted to bring the um the government wanted to bring their own cash app and have everything monitored. And then yep. And then what? what and then wasn't it wasn't it Epstein? Was it Epstein that was found dead in right. his cell? Anybody after knows what he was going to release everybody's names right. about went out who went out to the island and stuff like that like so he's about to release all these government upper official names and then all of a sudden he dies like mm-hmm. it never makes sense dr sabi who had the cure for cancer and diabetes and all no, these no, different diseases see. and then they killed him off right i got a question for you so what do you really think the cia does do you think they just going around oh, like, oh, people so, need to shut up. Go take care of them. They need to shut up. You need to go ahead on. This is going to sound really funny, but I have to tell you something because you asked that. So me <laughs> and my best friend, Ainoa, I'm going to tell you this. And okay, so me and my best friend, Ainoa, used to work with this guy and he was a habitual liar. And if you're out there, I still love you. And I'm sorry that I'm telling this story about you. I won't say your name. But he was a habitual liar. He would lie about so much things. But one day he came into work late. And he told me and I know it that the CIA showed up at his house the night before to repossess it. Repossess his house? And I was like, I don't think the CIA repossesses houses. <laughs> And he and he was renting it, so I don't know why he thought that they could repossess a rented house. No. Um, no. In my opinion, was he just got evicted? But that's not my business. <laughs> but he definitely told us it was the CIA. But then every bone in my body wanted to believe it was like Men in Black or, you know, something like that. That <laughs> was a you funnier really conspiracy. Like a secret agency like a secret Men in Black agency around there that's. I don't think the government's smart enough to know exactly what's going on with aliens. No offense to the U.S., but if anyone knows what's going on with aliens, it's China. Yeah, there's some smart, smart people over there. 
you was about to say, you girl, you already got us on explicit content for YouTube today. You might as well use any language you want. Um, oh, okay. I was about to say, smart motherfuckers over there, but you know, I ain't well, trying to be trying to be professional, but. <laughs> Potty mouth. Well, but how do you know? Like, okay, so I'm gonna give you a specific example, and I want to know what you think about it. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me pull up. I had it pulled up on my Facebook really quick. So, um, I'm gonna go back to it now. One of the things that there that I was reading on these articles is, you know, the government will give us a little bit of the truth. You know, like, hey, 9-11, an airplane crashed into the towers. Okay, people saw the airplane. It was recorded. So they got to give us a little something. Right. Um, So, you know, they gave us a little bit of information. But how is it the Simpson predicted it? See, I be seeing those like videos and memes and stuff around social media. I be like, dang, that's a little quinky dink. A little quinky dink, a little too close. Did you see what the Simpsons episode for 2024 is? Like the one they made in 1998? No. So in 1998, the Simpsons came out with an episode that was in the future. Mm-hmm. And Lisa is the president. And she was taking over the term from Biden. How did they know Biden was going to be the president from 2020 to 2024? How did they know that back in 1998? And how do I sign up? I want to be a future president. See, and that's why I'd be like, I ain't going to say, like, I don't, I used to vote, but I don't really vote no more because of that, things like that. Because like, if, why do, how do I know my vote really matters? Like, am I wasting my time going down here to vote? Because at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. And they haven't really said or proved themselves that our votes really matter. Do you think our votes really matter? I don't think our votes really matter. I think they just do it all this big cahoots and doots during voting the election year that so they can get their campaign money and everything. But at the end of the day, they're gonna make who want who they want a president or who they want in the office. I vote. I, I mean, I seriously think that our votes really don't matter. They're gonna do what they want to do. So, full disclosure, and I have no problem telling everyone this. I got myself into some trouble in two thousand four, and when I got myself into that trouble in two thousand four, it stopped me from being able to vote for twenty years. So next year will be the first year I am officially allowed to vote. Um, so I am going to vote. Um, I don't think that it makes a difference with the president. Um, I don't think it makes a difference with the president and my complete honest opinion. I don't think that any of those votes matter when it comes to the president. I think that they picked the president long before we start voting. Um, but I think it matters for like local and, and state stuff. And that's, especially for the area I live, um, and it's very important that, you know, the land out here not get completely overrun by tourists and, and city stuff. So I have a lot of friends like I have, you know, I know people out here with farms and stuff like that. And it's really important to me that they be able to utilize their farm for productivity and and to make sure that they can do what they need to do to survive and take care of their family. And they're trying to change some laws here to make it so where you can't farm on your own land. And that doesn't make any sense. Right. And so, I mean, I'm going to vote on local things um, and probably some state things to get the right people in office to make sure things like that don't happen. Um, But I don't really know how I feel about voting for the president. Like I said, I feel like Mm, it's already picked before we get there. I think the last time I voted, no, I did vote for Obama. I remember voting for Obama and I remember voting when Clinton was in there, we did this little BS shit in school, and I voted for Clinton. Clinton was, I about to call him. I said, Clinton was the dude. I thought he was a cool dude back in the day. But you know what? I was, like, in school then, so I really didn't know no better about politics. I think the last person I did vote for Obama his first term, but think that was, like, the last time I voted for the president election. But I do think, right. like, 
on the state level, I get what you're saying that they have more control, but I think, you know, money do talk bullshit walk. So I think like if the person has enough money to push the votes, you know, it could change other ways, not fully based on what the people want. Oh, a hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree, and and I mean it changes per area. You know, your focus out out there where you're at in South Carolina is going to be completely different than the focus out here on the mountains. You know, people out here mm-hmm. own acres and acres of lands on mountains, and and they use that to plant vegetables and plant flowers and things like that to grow. And then when the government steps in and they're like, "Hey, no more, no more planting or or selling," you know, personal vegetables and stuff like that you're like but wait that's literally how i've lived my my life um and they just too much control like why you want to have it's like they want to teach it treat us like we're toddlers or something well they the problem is is we as the american people allow it we put up with it Because if you look at some other countries, if you look at like the overtake of different countries, those people quit putting up with it, you know, and think about it. How many people are in Congress? You know what? We're going to Alexa. How many people are in Congress? The United States Congress has 535 voting members, which includes 435 representatives and 100 senators. In addition, the House of Alexa, stop. So there's 535 congressmen. How many people, Alexa, how many people live in America? In 2023, the population of the United States is 340 million people. Alexa, stop. 340 million people live in America. 535 congressmen. I think we can take them, y'all. We can run up in that bitch. I mean, that's only like a, a... a finger a person and we could take them. I mean, and it's, and I'm just kidding. I'm, we're not coming after the congressman. Please don't, you yeah. know, if, we there we go with that explicit content and stuff again. Yeah. But the reality is, is if we as Americans put our foot down and said, this is what we need, this is what we want. And this is how we're going to get out of debt with other countries and start living sustainably. Um, Sorry, um, it looks like I know I just came into chat. She said, you better stop, Amanda, before the CIA comes to repossess you. Um, <laughs> right. So, we need to be on air right, next week. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, they can take me. I just, I got to go live from there on Saturday, if that's the case. Um, and I hope they're going to pay my bills because I got to go to work. Um, but that's the biggest thing is, you know, we as the American people have more power than we're actually acknowledging. But we just we sit do. around and we let these things happen. And then we're like, well, I didn't vote for that. Well, no, you probably didn't vote. You know, and if you did vote, if you had the opportunity to vote and you chose not to, that's on you. You know, because there are so many people out here that are voting each, not voting each year that can. And so many people out here that want to, that can You know, I've wanted to vote for the last 20 years, uh, every single time I wanted to vote. However, I was unable to. Um, So, you know, that's my excitement for next year. Yeah, but I think, I mean, I kind of agree with you that we can definitely take them. And then they have to really man up to the whole scenario that they have out there that the American people drives the government like drives their decisions okay if we really drive their decisions then what we we need to put our foot down and be like okay we stop doing this this is what we want this is what y'all need to do and make them do it the problem and this is just the reality of it and i'm not trying to be mean um is the people that have a lot of money not working class america not middle class america Because we're all out here struggling, you know, middle-class America, you, me, Mm -hmm. similar people like that, you know, we're out here working our nine to five, doing our side hustles, doing whatever it takes to make ends meet in our home, and then paying taxes into the government at the end of the year, which is absolute crock. crock. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because it is so hard for me to pay taxes out of each of my checks 
and and fight to get to the salary that I'm at to then turn around and have to pay in taxes at the end of the year. And people would be like, oh, that's because you did this wrong or did that wrong. I didn't do it wrong. I've been doing it the same way my entire life. Because I hit a new tax bracket, I now have to pay in. Um, and there's not a thing that I can do about it. It's not a choice. It's not a, oh, oh, well. But the problem is the rich people because they're controlling everything because they're the ones going, you know what? No, I agree. We should go to war for this. Listen, no offense. They can draft whoever they want. They can say whatever they want. If they pull my name or my birthday or my plus one's name or birthday out of a hat, we ain't going. Are you going to lock me up? Because there's nowhere that it says. I mean, so from what I read, the most that they could do is is extradite you. Um, and then if you still refuse to go, they can. What is it called when they kick you off the island? Um, sorry, y'all. Listen, COVID is giving me brain fog. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say evict you, but I'm sure the word's not evict. That's just my property management brain kicking in. Um, <laughs> You know, but you know, they can evict you from the United States. <laughs> right. Um Depending and that's really the biggest thing. Like where are they gonna send you? If you were born a US citizen and I think that they would give you the else? option to leave or the option to go to jail. Like I don't know. I mean, how did it used to work? Because didn't they recruit people and do all of that with one of the passwords? Exile. Thank you, I know of. So exile you from the United States. You know, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I feel like if you do not do what they want you to do when they want you to do it, then that's the best option they have. And that's what they're going to do. You know, so it puts all of us in a situation where it's like, okay, either we listen to the government or they can get rid of us. And they literally can get rid of us. Look at all the people they have killed off. You know, and that's honestly probably the CIA's job. You know, you asked me what the CIA does. I think they're hitmen. Exactly. I don't think they repossess think people's houses. Yeah, I think that what they do in the movies is what they do in real life. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, they're like black ops or something like that. And, you know, that's great. Um, Just so you know, CIA, I'm available. I'm really good at finding people. Um, You could ask Sheena. She... <laughs> Yeah. She said He's one thing earlier. Situation. I called her and was like, "Hey, I got details." Um, <laughs> yeah. like that's no quick. <laughs> um, but that's—I mean, that's kind of just who I am. I can find out anything about anybody on the internet. But I think it's just I'm a girl. Um, it's like something weird that comes with girl brains. Um, and if I can't find it, then then I just call my yeah, best friend and she'll jump on there and like, find it immediately. Yeah. I might not be as quick as you, but I, I'm good at researching. Let me research it. Let me find out. Um, so, American government, CIA, we know what they do. Well, kind of. FBI. So, FBI handles cold cases, cases across state lines, things like that. How much do you think the FBI is involved with the lies that are told to us through the media? I think they got maybe they got a hand in it because they need, you know, help in different locations to kind of pull out the wool over our eyes. But I think they got a certain amount of control, maybe 50 50 control. Um, So you're saying that you think that the FBI knows the information and only provides part of it to us? Like they know the whole story, but they're like, oh, here's this. I don't think like everybody in the FBI, certain key high individuals might have like, you know, top secret information. I think there's only a certain amount of individuals in the whole United States across all the government agencies that actually knows the truth. I mean, each agency probably doesn't know the full truth and probably nobody knows the full truth. I probably think that maybe, maybe a handful. Probably no more than five to ten people probably know the actual truth. And maybe they don't even know the full 100% truth. 
Do you think they tell the president the truth? Not all the truth, no. I don't think they do either. I think, and this is my opinion, you know, people say a lot, but, you know, bills and stuff and laws aren't passed without Congress. You know, it's not the president that makes that final decision. I think right. the president is is just a face. It's like a brand. Like, the Yin Yang the podcast, you know, we branded it with our faces, with us. We're just the face of Yin Yang the podcast. We're just the opinion. We're not the podcast itself. You know, I think the president is the face of our country, which, by the way, guys, you know, I understand that everyone wants Trump to come back into office, but we really got to pay attention to the face that we're presenting to the rest of the world. Do we really want to go through another four years of an orange face being arrogant and trying to fight with China? Like, I feel like this could go really wrong. But anyways, um, you know, that's yeah, just I, I, I mean, my I personal opinion. <laughs> I kind of think like yeah, the president is just like a, like a seat filler. Like he doesn't have, mm-hmm. he's like a puppet on a string. He doesn't have much say. He just go out there and say his speeches on what he's supposed to say because he's a puppet on a string. Because he needs to be that seat filler. He needs to be like you said, the face of America. But he's not calling the shot. See, and yeah, I don't even think he knows everything. I think that it's like top security clearance people that know things and they keep their mouth shut and and that's cool you know if you don't want to tell us everything the whole government is on a need to know basis we're gonna tell you when you need we think you need to know and i know it just made a really good point in the chat box guys she um she said and when he doesn't want to be in it he gets assassinated like jfk you know, JFK, they, there are so many things saying that he was about to pull the plug on stuff and, and tell us more than he was supposed to. And there was a lot of controversy, uh, you know, around his assassination. Um, if anyone remembers, Abraham Lincoln was the same way. You know, Abraham Lincoln was starting to say, you know, hey, I don't like this. Hey, this is going on. Um, you know, we need to address this. And then all of a sudden he was murdered. Yeah, he didn't fall in line. So, who like, was really running the country then? Is it some guy named Bob who's sitting in his, you know, basement making decisions for everybody? Like, who or is really is running like the country? The because Illuminati, like everybody say, that controls everything. Uh, or be right. like in John Wick, the high table. Like, who is it? What did you just say about the high table? Remember the movie, the John, John Wick? You know how they had the uh, the high table? People, the group of people who yep. call all the shots. Um, I forgot. Yeah, what the... I don't think we actually know, we'll ever find out who calls all the shots and who, what's the really setup. Only like when you get into that field or that area of their job, if you ever got into like politics and got in a seat on Congress, they'll let you know what you need to know. But and I think like some people who want to be presidents who think they can get into the office to make a difference. And I think that's what the old, you know, back like you said, the um what uh Abraham Lincoln and them like they get into that office and they get into that seat and they say, Oh, this is not what we thought it was gonna be. We need to change it. They think they can or they had the power to change it because I am president. I had the power to change it. This is what I'm gonna do because you made me president. Then they you know, boom, assassinated. Like, you know, they let you know that you don't have the power to change nothing. You're going to do what we say we're going to do or we're going to assassinate you. Well, and I'm trying to remember the name of. There was a lady that I was researching a long time ago, and they said that this lady, a billionaire, is secretly running everything. And it was a big conspiracy theory. However, when you look her up, her finger is in everything. And so, but it's made me go, well, dang, how come nobody knows about this person? How come she doesn't exist? And then I know that there's a book out. Um, and I, the book is called What Every American Should Know About Who's Really Running the World. And... I know that book talks about it some. Casey, they want to be in a podcast. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Hello, <laughs> Christy. In the podcast. <laughs> it's okay, Mama. Well, this is Christy. She just wants to make her debut. You know, she found out we were on TikTok. She wanted to say hello. Um, Luckily, Katie's not doing that because, yeah, um, Katie's a little bit bigger. Um, So, (laughs) but so what do you, with that being said, do you think the Illuminati is running, Sheena? Do you think they're running everything? I do. Yeah, if they exist. I think, like, maybe somebody spilled the beans. That's how we know, like, of the Illuminati. But, yeah, I think there's a a, a group of people, like the Illuminati, that's running everything and calling all the shots. And they're, like, a secret society. Do you think Beyonce and Jay-Z are in the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something fishy going on with them too, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're pawns in the Illuminati. Maybe they got, you know, picked out. I don't know. I think there's something. There is a possibility they could be. I, mean, I can't say for sure they is. I think there's, mm, there's some. I'm just saying, if the Illuminati's out there, they, y'all should call me. I know too much. Y'all, y'all need to call me. I mean, not too much. Like I don't know your secrets. I want to know your secrets, though. I want to help you with secrets. I want right. to be in the Illuminati. Um, I don't really know what they do, but hello. I think like like people like say like they're devil worshippers and stuff like that, just like as a cover up. But I think it's like the Illuminati or a secret society, just like like the government, like they're controlled. They it's like a secret society that wants to control everything or keep or lose, you know, keep the control or keep a balance. I should say. And it's like a society that wants to keep balance. People put a play on it, think there's, you know, they sold themselves to the devil, the devil worshiper, you know, stuff like that, just because, you know, they're trying to throw us off a little bit. But it's just basically a group of people who's trying to control the world and keep a balance according to their uh, their wishes or their plan or the way how they want to see or do things. And they have the power it's... to exile anybody who tries to go off without so i'm gonna say this i'm gonna play devil's advocate (laughs) go ahead i know you are as much as i want the illuminati to be real because i want to be a part of them (laughs) i don't think they exist because we have some really intelligent people across the, the world. You know what I mean? However, the majority of humans, no offense humans, are stupid. So how would they narrow out the people that would not be a liability to them? Do they just kill them off? I, I just, I feel like it's too secret of a society. For there to be so many quote unquote members around the world that no one knows about, to would have not ever come out with actual proof. So if the Illuminati is out there and real, prove me wrong. You know, oh, sorry, Christy scared me, y'all. Um, so, you know, prove me wrong. Let me know. Reach out. You know, I'm not going to say nothing. I just, but I don't believe you exist. Um, so, Illuminati, if you watch this, I don't believe you exist. Because there's no way that you've gone this long without any actual proof that you exist. Um, you know, there's a lot of little secret societies amongst us. I know secret clubs. Like, I know that there's a couple of different clubs that solve murder mysteries together um there's people that solve old cases together as clubs things like that and they're secret societies and they keep themselves and things like that however the illuminati is supposedly a worldwide organization and you have all of these members that are very high in the financial gain world so all these rich people are part of the Illuminati. No, they're not. They're just part of a different tax bracket. Why don't you just say that? Like, hey, mm-hmm. no, the Illuminati's not running the world. The rich people are. We already know that. You know, I still don't understand why the rich don't pay taxes, but I have to give you 30% of all of so my paycheck. Like the rich want to keep being rich. 
The rich then let the working class people pay all the taxes and let me keep all the money and then I'll give you some of my money to make laws and control the world. Right. Right. And that's absolutely great if all of us were rich. We're not. You know, because and then you look at a lot of these rich people and they'll be like, oh, you know, this is what they've done for the country or the society and what? What have they done? You know, last time I checked, if y'all remember during the whole Maui thing, the rich people were getting on asking all of us to send money. Meanwhile, we're barely able to afford groceries. You know, Oprah and The Rock got up there and was like, please send money to donate. And I was like, what? Like, I don't. I have to you buy groceries this week. I need gas money for my car. Won't you donate? Because you would not. Right. Spend... You know what I make in a year, y'all make for one episode. Right. And you will not spend all of that in a lifetime. Like, literally, you don't need all of that to live on. So you donate. And I really right. think, like, and I mean, the whole thing needs to be, the government needs to do better with their whole, the way that they treat Americans and the way that they do stuff. Like, they shouldn't be, there should be a, 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 a ground level, a level that they don't go under or cross because, like, there shouldn't be people hungry. There shouldn't be people homeless. Like, there shouldn't be, we shouldn't have to struggle like we do, like, for real. Right, it makes absolutely no sense. I am. So I don't think the Illuminati exists. That's just my personal opinion. I believe the CIA exists. I believe the FBI exists. Um, Oh, yeah, I think the FBI and CIA are definitely real. I think they're all, like you said, hitmen, assassins. They go around and hush people that need to be hushed or fix things that, you know, that needs to be fixed. And they repossess but, um, houses. Yeah, they repossess houses. Um, the FBI, I think, you know, their agency to put on the front, like, you know, what did the FBI do? Like, other than find missing people? <laughs> I don't know. They handle crimes across state lines. I do know that, like, if you live in, like, a small town, because I used to own a newspaper in Allendale, South Carolina which is a very mm-hmm. small town. Um, unless you know somebody in Allendale, you have no reason to go there. Um, and I was not like there at all. Yeah, I was one of like, like 10 white people there. Um, and when I moved there, I moved there with the intentions on starting a newspaper. They absolutely hated me. Um, so when I moved to that town and started this newspaper, um, one of the big things I found out is they didn't get a lot of state help. So if they had, and this is a very high crime area, very high crime area. Um, so moving out there with the intentions on starting the paper was a little scary. Um, but I wanted to do something good for the community because it was a community that was kind of abandoned. Um, and when I moved out there, they were having a lot of problems getting the state to come out and help them or assist with the solving of murders. And I know that the FBI steps in at those points when the state can't to help with those kinds of situations. So I do know that the FBI does step in when the state can't or the state says they have too much on their plate. The FBI can step in and help with those kinds of cases. Um, Allendale, South Carolina is known for like how many gangs it has and how many people are gang related and affiliated. So a lot of those people, that's when the FBI steps in is in situations like that. So I know they deal with a lot of ongoing cases, um, especially anything that crosses state lines or a situation where the state authorities can't step in. Um, So, and I know that the FBI also has like special task force teams because remember Ashton Kutcher was doing the sex trafficking, helping to find um, children that have been, you know, sex trafficked and things like that and, and saving all these women and these children. And I know the FBI helped him with some of that. So I know that they have different task force for different things, um, which is why I really, I really like the FBI. Um, that's call me guys. I know that. I know my ex-husband thinks I'm a secret FBI agent, but I'm not. And I really would like to be, guys, so call me. Listen, that's my dream job. If I could be anything in the world, I would work for the FBI. Um, Only because I feel like I could make a difference um, in a world where we always feel like we can't make a difference. Um, Because, you know, as we're talking about the American government, 
How much do you even trust the government in the town you live in? Right. What has the town that you live in done for y'all lately? Do you trust the government in the towns? Do you trust the police as part of the government? Do you think the local police is in cahoots with the government? So I think all the police forces are separate. I think that just depends on the area you live. Like, my local police department, I think, is really good. Um, Here where I'm at in Georgia, I think, now mind you, we only have, like, a few. Um, But... To me, they're really, really good. Um, however, in Charleston, South Carolina, I know a lot of them are racist. And they're like, oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. I specifically know someone that used to be a police officer there who left because they were racist. Um, well, yeah, there's a lot of that going And on so I think that depends. Carolina. But, like, think about it logically. I mean, does your local government fight to get tourism more in your area? Like, the only thing that our local government has really done for us lately, and it's a very hard topic, because the area that I live in, guys, I want you to remember, I live kind of, sorry, I got a cough. <laughs> I live out on mountains, and so a lot of this is a lot of land. Um, You know, it's a lot of duck-off little cabins and things like that. But that means there's no housing. So the apartment complex that I run and the little area around me, like the few houses that people aren't using because they're just summer homes or something, that's all that you have to rent. So there is a a very large amount of homeless people in and around the county that I live in. Um, So they recently did pass a, a law, not a law, but a bill allowing them to build 200 tiny homes. And so they're going to they're gonna build a tiny home community, which sounds like a great thing because that means we'll get to house all those people, right? Mm-hmm. But that means we then have to house all those people, which means 200 more families are moving on to this tiny mountain that we live on, which is going to change the traffic and the community and the outreach. And, you know, there's a lot of people that not, are not okay with this. You know, and and what do you do? You know, of course, I don't want the whole world to be homeless at all. I I, I would love everybody to have a little house, you know, but the flip side is who's going to control your child when you're at work? You know, when if your child's down here and they mess up my property, who's responsible for it? You know, you can't control how other people raise their families and the things that they do. So it's a toss up. You know, you either are going to do great. You're not going to do great. You're going to be with it. You're going to be for it. You know, but this, they have created our town into a tourist town because of leaf season um, and the leaf changing of the colors and, and all that. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And I, I would love for people to experience it. But year round sustainability is not a thing out here unless you're like me, you know? And. I just, it's a really hard thing. Now, the local government, of course, is trying to step up and do something about our housing situation. They have built other little places and stuff like that. But the cost of living out here is so high that the locals can't afford to live here. So you're making $13 an hour. Right. Yeah, you make $13 an hour. You got four kids and you go to apply for an apartment and it's $1,600. Well, who can pay for that on $14 an hour? But that's the American no. government for you. Through the minimum wage, most places still $7.25. Who's living off of that? They struggling so bad. And if they got kids, it's just, they kids eating and they go hungry. Like, come on. Mm-mm. See, and that's crazy, you know? But then you're expected to go back to work the next day hungry. You know, crying because you can't pay your light bill, reaching out to all these different industries to help. They they lay in bed at night, cry themselves to sleep, but they thank thank God that they made it through another day and, and pray for strength to get through another day. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight. However, I wanted to let everybody know and. 
a little heads up for November. Um, starting in November, that is me and Sheena's both of our birthday month. Birthday. So, <laughs> so during that month, what we're going to do is anybody that buys us a virtual coffee or sends us a gift during our TikTok lives is going to go into a raffle drawing for this beautiful Bye. watch. Let me see if y'all can see it. There you go, TikTok. There you go. It is a beautiful uh -oh. watch. Why'd you say uh oh? Oh, because I when I looked towards the TikTok, I didn't see it was too low. I don't think TikTok seen it. Oh, I put it all the way into the camera. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I uh, before I did the riverside, yeah. So gotcha. that is the beautiful watch that we got for someone to win. Um, and all you have to do is send us a virtual coffee or send us a gift on TikTok. Again, whoever, every time that you send us a gift, that will go into the hat. At the end of November, we will draw that. I will make sure that you receive it before December 15th. That way, in case you wanted to give it to somebody for a Christmas gift, you have it available. Again, it's a very nice watch. I will post pictures of it on the page. Remember also to follow us on Facebook, TikTok. Instagram, we're everywhere. Find us, follow us. Yeah, um, and, <laughs> and then if you need anything from us, please feel free to reach out. We will try to continue to go live on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Riverside every Saturday. Thank you very much, guys. And remember, Yang Yang the podcast, it's me and Sheena, two people, two opinions. Two opinions. Real talk. Real talk. Thanks, y'all.